0: It is. We're
1: officially official now.
0: Making young money.
2: It just sounds better with it, I think.
1: Agreed. Oh my Chef's kicks. Yeah, well, we got theme music, we got intro music, uh, we are officially official. Um, with that said, welcome in to Brigham Young Money episode three, week three. Uh, the boys, not necessarily back in town, but uh, socially distanced,
0: and even more than, than we were because we didn't yeah. even have Friday night hangouts last week or we not, not this week either.
1: Uh, yeah, we it will not be having uh, Friday night hangouts, unfortunately, um, for the next couple weeks which we'll get into in a minute but uh we should probably formally introduce everyone uh we got all three of the boys here like i said not back in town but socially distanced uh recording from the comforts of our homes we've got uh yours truly greg kyle what up and uh the good troop jordan behind the uh, the boards pressing the buttons making us sound good how are Are you boys
2: it was one button. Don't don't overplay, it.
0: <laughs> bro. That was sick. How you like busted out that whole like in, like synth you had going and those beats? That was crazy. That you just did that live, Jordan. Give yourself some credit. I I just hit play. Okay, yeah. Sorry, that's pretty good.
1: DJ, press play.
0: Um, how we doing? You know, uh, uh, doing all right. Um,
1: local your local, uh, local hotspot your local COVID hotspot yeah coming to you live movies.
0: from the hot spot I was in yeah. Idaho over the weekends. Um, doing how some- was your
1: catch burrito,
0: dude? I went to catch and burrito three times in a day and a half, so it was great. Um, love catch burrito, but Sun Valley was interesting because I, I think well, one they had like a gigantic coronavirus spread super early, and which may or may not have been attributed to Tom Cre- or Tom Hanks oddly because he was there around that time.
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm supposed to go there at the uh, the end of August.
0: Dude, it's we'll super safe happens. because literally everyone there was wearing masks and every place required masks and was handing masks Check, out. It out. was a nice little uh nice little utopia. And it wasn't like there weren't cops like arresting people or anything. It was just straight up like, Hey, if you want to come into our store, you got to put on a mask and we have them here at the door for you. So
1: There were armed, armed citizen militias. Exactly.
0: So that was cool. Um, yeah. So that was, that was nice. Came back. Um, now, you know, things got, things are, things are not, not good. Some would even <laughs> say they're freaking heckin' bad, you know?
1: So, yeah, dude. Um, shit sucks. I'll just go ahead and go ahead and say it. Um, the family and I are in uh, full-fledged lockdown again. I'm not going to delve out a whole lot of details. I'm not going to blow up anybody, but a person who had uh, direct contact with the boy um, <clears throat> tested positive for coronavirus. So we are in lockdown until July 10th, and we're all going to go get our brain scraped uh, tomorrow. Super stoked, super exciting, uh, awesome time to be alive. Oh, and I found out that my father's, who is, who is 87 years old, just for the record, um, <sighs> his secretary who comes in once a week also tested positive for COVID. So Great. we are in the middle of getting him tested and getting his entire place cleaned. And it's just, guys, it's a clusterfuck and it sucks.
2: Hey man, no worries. I mean, Spencer Cox is on it. He's going to be our next governor. It looks like. So you know what? Dude, if uh, <laughs> we're in good hands.
0: <laughs> if after you said all that, if I could have just somehow audibly said a green heart and a yellow heart, that's what I, what I would have responded to everything you just said. <laughs> um, dude, that that sucks so bad. Like, there's just there's none. also
1: just looking at the uh, the numbers today that Ben Winslow tweeted out um, that there were almost 500 new cases in utah today um and a an almost 20 percent positive rate so like one in five people who get tested are testing positive um doesn't give me a whole lot of hope going into fourth of july weekend when you know people aren't going to be socially distancing or wearing masks there's going to be gigantic crowds celebrating this stupid fucking holiday uh watching fireworks and uh I'm gonna go ahead and put my money on uh, that there is going to be like a full-fledged outbreak in Utah uh, in a couple weeks because but,
0: of it. Dude, that's what the hardest thing about this is. Like, also, Jordan, how are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not in lockdown. Nice. Uh, kind of a self. I'm, I'm kind of a. I kind of hang out alone anyway, so you know, it's not too bad anyway. Just me and my girlfriend for the Don't most worry. part. But other than that doing good unlike greg yeah strong, Start, flex greg. On the,
1: strong flex on having the girlfriend
0: yeah big strong,
1: strong flex
0: yeah that, that was pretty cool i uh um as as you're saying like it's really frustrating that like so much of this stuff is so delayed that like we don't see it's hard to know like how long it'll take for us to see the results or anything so like potentially if there are infections that take place this coming weekend we won't see those for Anywhere between a week to three weeks, potentially. Um, right. So yeah. We're just like summer. Yeah. I don't think it's, uh, it's not going away. Yeah. People some, think college
2: football is you know, going to happen in August.
0: Dude, uh, Governor yeah. Herbert was talking about kids going back to
1: school in a month. And like, I, I don't
0: know. I don't know,
1: man. <laughs> you know, 2019 was hot girl summer. 2020 is lockdown summer. It really is. Uh, we're staying. We're staying home. We're still. We're still beautiful people. We're still gorgeous. We're just staying home and being responsible. So, 2020 lockdown summer.
2: Well, this lockdown summer is about to turn to lockdown fall and winter too. So, I hope oh. you guys are ready for that. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Also, trying to look for a job during in this environment as well. So,
2: uh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> me, okay. and,
0: me and 390. Wait, see thirty-nine million nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine other Americans are out here uh, unemployed doing doing the dang thing. It's pretty sick.
2: The economy's fine. We're doing great. The economy's good. The number it's gonna disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Numbers are fake, all right. Honestly, unemployment, uh pretty much just like people's debt and Rent payments. It's all numbers, man. Numbers are fake. Don't worry about it. Move yeah. on. Don't think about it. It's mindset stuff. Mind- yeah, we're set. certainly
0: not paying attention to the numbers. It's it is all mindset. Which is funny. So okay, so we were talking about 4th of July, which is um a pretty big fire holiday. And last week when I was I was in Idaho over the weekend, like I said, and that was where not only did we have gigantic COVID numbers, but like half the state was burning down. Like um,
1: tra- Traverse Mountain burned to the ground those
0: were the most apocalyptic yeah. looking pictures and videos i'd like ever seen
1: absolutely wild uh so those who know me know that i am a very big mountain biker um and it's one of the very few things that i can do uh, outside of my house where i can stay socially distanced and like still enjoy some sort of normalcy in my life so i went and rode uh the wasatch crest which is a very famous trail here in utah on did, sunday did, and uh, did you come
0: down through Mill Creek? i did nice it's
1: my favorite ride yeah a
0: blast anyway it's
1: it's phenomenal it's gorgeous um however the 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 trail has some pretty steep climbs um that are our lung burners
0: you kill regardless
1: of whether there are fires and the fires that were going on this weekend only exacerbated the situation and i was absolutely sucking wind Feeling like I was on my deathbed.
0: <laughs> it's a good time to have uh, respiratory issues as well with snow. Yeah, and
1: like, I'm a healthy. am a healthy guy. I work out a lot. Um, I don't have respiratory issues, but I was, I, I was feeling like I was like a a, a man in his eighties, just sucking wind and just sucking ass on a bicycle. <laughs>
2: well that traverse mountain fire too was like a mile from my mom's house as well so are you serious oh yeah i had to make like that phone call it's like are you okay yeah i saw the burning stuff and i know exactly where it is near your house so it's like wonderful great
0: yeah so that one was started by someone launching a firework into like a dry field i think so
2: oh it was kids like having like a roman candle fight
0: nice great start um that's cool um and then just doing
2: the wheatgrass guys it'll be fun yeah
0: it's like yeah anyway we'll get into that and then and then everywhere else in the state other i don't know if it was like lightning or what was going on but there's just fires everywhere and um I, I don't know if you has noticed how responsive uh, Spencer Cox and Governor Herbert were during that time, you know, right kicking in right before the primary. How, dude, they were like all over those fires. And I was like, damn, that's crazy though. Cause there's like still like a lot of people dying from coronavirus, and you guys have kind of both disappeared, especially you Spencer, but Hey, you know, it's fine, I guess. You have the primary to win.
1: That's yeah. all that
2: matters. You'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just just a, just a oh. little time off, little vacation. yeah, it's fine.
0: fine. so Fourth of July, we're looking forward to it. We're probably gonna light everything on fire again. It's a, think, thank goodness it rained like for like two days because
1: mm-hmm.
0: man that things would have been real bad.
1: So just to share with y'all, I have this recurring nightmare because I live in the I live in the avenues um and I'm very very close to the foothills. I've had this recurring nightmare for years that my house ends up burning down uh, along with my entire neighborhood because some idiot decides to shoot fireworks off uh, up by the the I Street jumps. And just that whole hillside just burns to a crisp and then slowly moves down the avenues into downtown. It'd be like the, the San Francisco fire.
0: Yeah, man. Dude, And theoretically, they're banned up there, right? I think they're banned, like supposedly, along all the foothills.
2: Yeah, Yeah. anything north of like South Temple's been banned.
0: East of Thirteenth East, north of South Temple, like all the way around the valley. But yeah, but it's banned in quotation marks. It really is because people still. Some kids were over here doing fireworks, and like I have like a there's like a futsal court thing over here. They were doing they're like doing sparklers on that or whatever, and I don't care. But technically banned. But I mean, we're gonna see some some things heating up this weekend because it's going to be oh, yeah. people are.
1: it's fireworks season, baby. Let me just say though, if you're dumb enough to, to live in a neighborhood, that's high risk for fires and you're shooting off fireworks, you fucking deserve to have your house burned down. <laughs> Only yours though. Only yeah. yours. Yeah. Nobody else's. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You, you can learn to burn your own house down. If you, you are like- the Jason Pierre Paul
0: yeah absolutely and like if you want to light stuff off so so bad you can go out to like the salt flats area on the blm land over there where it's literally just dirt and light stuff up out there you can't burn anything it's great so go do that
1: salt and dirt Mm -hmm. go there shoot bring your guns bring your fireworks yeah you know what what? bring a fucking nuke who cares (laughs) that place place is classic
0: nuke territory
1: well, that is
2: classic nuke territory. You're just bringing it back. You're just, you're just keeping it old school. Yeah. This baby. So, guys, speaking of burn, burning down the house, we had an election this week. <laughs> How do you do, fellow Republicans? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You guys, I got to admit something. I thought I, I registered as a Republican, but, like, I, I don't know if it worked or not. I never got my ballot, and I just said, fuck it. I don't care. So I didn't actually vote for a Republican. Thank you for your service. I know. So well, you guys both, I think.
2: As a Republican, I uh, took the the noble task of filling out my ballot, realizing I filled out my ballot incorrectly, lined through my initial choice, and then actually voted the way I wanted to, and then mailed it off and felt a sense of civic pride for the choices I made. Well,
1: um, so last podcast, I said that you guys were the brains and I was the beauty of this Mm -hmm. podcast. It uh, turns out I fucking lied. Yeah, we both uh, fucked up. Because I am, I am both the brains and the mm-hmm. beauty, and I am dealing with severe back pain, having having to carry you two. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Hopping in your backpack, dude. Let's go, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so, but you yeah, guys vote I, I, I did. Vote. I voted for Huntsman simply because, um, it's it's either just like extremism or apathy in this in this state and uh i
2: voted for apathy that's the yeah. best we can do here probably, in Utah. i think we should probably explain to the people who our wonderful choices were in this election yes as well. first up, we had john huntsman who junior yeah john huntsman jr seniors uh passed on and such uh john-, john huntsman jr is what happens
1: when batman's parents don't die <laughs> damn
2: oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so Huntsman's made their money in chemicals which is a totally non evil corporation <laughs> just um, in chemicals at large he just get
1: uh, people uh,
2: cancer uh, and then he starts a
1: cancer institute
2: <laughs> uh, Huntsman has a extensive resume as like trade representative to Thailand uh, ambassador yeah. to China ambassador to Russia um also the governor of the state too so he's been all around um yeah mm-hmm. kind of a just a guy who seems like he's like just non because he's just rich enough he doesn't have to care he's just like yeah. it's beyond me he's um, mormon because it's convenient mm-hmm.
1: he's yeah. republican because it's convenient
0: yeah his whole fake mormon thing is like the most admirable thing about him to me um i mean and did. yeah absolutely um what else did he do? Oh, let's see. The the, the liquor law stuff. Who, who wants to walk us through the liquor laws? He he saved well,
1: Utah. One of the That's things longer. that he did, and probably the reason why he got my uh why he got my votes as I sit here and I sit my Frescal. Um, shout out to the homie Aaron for uh, putting me on to the Frescal. Uh, DM me if you want the recipe. But one of the big reasons why I voted for Huntsman. Uh, outside of just apathy is because he actually did uh some semi progressive stuff with the liquor laws. He got rid of the uh the private club for members, making people pay fees and and having to sign a membership to get into a bar in Utah. Uh so we can actually just like go to bar to bar and not have to pay twenty dollars to get into every bar. He dragged and us into so, the 1930s. I mean that's like kind of brought us out of the stone age a little bit which is all we can really expect here in utah yeah (laughs) it truly is
2: yeah i think just that alone was just enough for me like well it's either him or the other choices which are also amazing too so second choice lieutenant governor spencer cox who In office, he's pretty much been put in charge of two things, the COVID task force, which has fallen completely on its ass in the last month, and also the Operation Rio Grande, which is supposed to be the operation to kind of clean up Salt Lake City and take care of the homeless and all that, which also fell on its ass because all it did was just disperse the homeless throughout the city further and then unleash the cops on them.
0: Nice. Nicely done. So he's learned the job is what you're saying. Um, yeah. Okay, but Jordan, I hear your points. And I, I know there's been some tough things that he's been put in charge of and he's, he's had some struggles. But have you thought about how good he is on Jazz Twitter and that he did a commercial with Joe Ingles and that um, when he does videos, he calls people his friends and he's got a nice little like high voice and a shiny bald head and he looks so nice and he's like, oh, I Hi. love I'm anti-racist. He's like, you know, racism can be solved if we all just, like, look inside ourselves. Oh, and he loves Hamilton. Yeah. He and Manuel Miranda are, like, friends. Isn't that
1: great? Kyle yeah. Is, uh, uh, I don't give a fuck how many <laughs> times Spencer Cox has been on radio from hell. Yeah, oh dude. Hey, listen. I, I don't care ridden. how many fucking red and yellow hearts or green and yellow hearts that he puts out on Twitter – I don't because he's a fucking ghoul,
2: yeah, this is he when he's nice on Twitter and he's nice to people all throughout media and all that. I completely forget about the time that he compared reproductive rights to slavery, oh, that was good,
0: but he he doesn't he'd like you to know that he's not racist though, so it doesn't it's fine that he said that even though it was horribly offensive to literally anyone that has any stake in either of those things. Which should be like everyone, but oh. um, you know,
2: I mean, follow far. the logic, follow the logical path of that too. Just like if you equate slavery to to having an abortion or anything like that, like what are you saying to like what would what are the what are the punishments you put on slavery? Like if you ask people too, it's like for human trafficking, what should that happen to you? You go yeah. to prison for a very long time. A lot of people even say like you should probably be executed for it. Yeah, and that's kind of the logic of what he said about slavery too. It's like we should punish these people dude and that's like
0: yeah and that's and that's become like a pretty common like republican ideal is that like women who have abortion should be punished like i mean so he said that exact same thing like he believes those same things he's just like smiley and calls you his friend when he says it which i really is way worse like just be fucking honest about it
2: oh absolutely and you look at some of the other issues he was pushing too like uh how he wants to strengthen families but if you look in the language of that too which is pretty much like the standard sort of pretty much just a straight fuck you to gays or like say the black yeah. community too because it's pretty much like a if you had fathers you'd all mm-hmm. be decent members of society yeah and how he but wants to racist, privatize though. everything including schools well, entrepreneurial spirit gets us through all of our crises.
0: Yeah, this has been a great example of the private sector coming together to solve the coronavirus crisis. Dude, this shit is so, like, insufferable. And like why
1: I'm fucking lockdown right now. Hell yeah. yeah, private sector.
0: Honestly, if only you were a smarter consumer, Greg, then maybe you wouldn't be on lockdown right now. I'm just going to go ahead and put that blame on you.
1: It's well, I, you know what? I did start just drinking hand sanitizer today. Nice. That's good. So I think that's going to clean my insides. I should be good to go. So if you guys want to hang out this weekend, I should be totally. totally available.
2: Hey, come on, man. Your immune system just has to pull itself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, you... should we
1: talk about like my cool interaction with uh, Spencer Cox today? Oh, yeah. Oh, our yeah, super, that's, our that's super right. smart guy. That was funny. <laughs> go so once again, it. we already talked about a little bit, but uh, Ben Winslow tweeted out the uh, – coronavirus numbers for utah and we have a one in five almost 20 percent rate of people who are testing positive so uh just you know being being a nice guy that i am i I gave spencer cox his props because he's obviously doing a bang-up job simply said you know way to go guy you're doing a great job um and he fucking liked the tweet (laughs) I know, dude. Because well, you said congrats.
0: So why I does he... Say
1: congrats. Like, hats off to mm-hmm. you, guy. You're doing you're doing a real good job.
0: But he is literally spending so much time on Twitter right now because he's already doing a victory lap assuming he won the uh, the gubernatorial race. And honestly, in Iowa. he might have. And I don't know. We don't know yet. The thing is, like, with, with the ballots, they had to, for the ballots that were handed in yesterday, they had to quarantine the ballots for 24 hours. So, like, they put them in a big old pile and then left them there for 20, 24 hours, I think. And then, so we still have like about I think the last time I checked, at least a hundred thousand outstanding ballots. It's a pretty cr- close race. Cox is ahead a bit, um, but he's already well, like
1: two percent.
0: But yeah, but he's already like gloating about it on Twitter. Um, ben Dowsett pointed that out of like how many times he's tweeted, like just directly about like results of the results we already have from the, from the primary versus what he is um ostensibly in charge of currently which is the coronavirus task force that he's completely ignored he's like retweeted two things about coronavirus but has tweeted himself like
1: 20 times about he's about made a, he made a thread about it and said like oh, dude. i've stepped away because i didn't want to get distracted or make it think dude or, that it thread was make, think it thinks that like i'm not giving it my my all because i'm yeah. running for governor, which like, if you read that thread, the clip notes are like, "Well, sorry guys, I fucked up, uh, because I was running for governor. By the way, vote for me. So now I'm, uh, I'm doing the, the minimum. So by the way, vote for me again."
0: That was one of the craziest things I'd seen. There was one in particular that was super egregious. I gotta find that. Let me go back and find that. He he had the big tra- thread about how he's like hey, friends, I stepped away from the coronavirus task force, and that was intentional. And then he, like, had all these reasons as to why. I got to go find it.
2: This dude is going to be the most insufferable governor ever. Like, honestly, the way he's kind of, like, his trajectory right now is I would probably prefer Greg Hughes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So he said,
1: like,
0: like, on tweet 12 of his fucking thread or whatever, he said, and at this point, this is June twenty fourth. This had this was right before, like this is when the mask mandate was like really the hot hot button issue, and which as they,
1: which the governor and Spencer Cox still haven't mandated. It was Jenny yeah. Wilson and yeah, Aaron so Meadow. It's
0: it's mandated for um, Salt Lake County, for Summit County, and uh, I think just the city of Moab, I believe. Um, but he said. I know the big debate is whether or not we mandate masks in parentheses. The governor said he's likely to approve Salt Lake's request, but it should never have come to that. It's the tiniest possible price to pay to slow this disease down and get on the other things we want to do. Why should it never have come to that? Like we have so many public law or laws that are there to, for public safety that why would we not do a temporary mask mandate for indoor public space or indoor private businesses and public spaces? Like why would that, why would it not come to that? Why did it come to us needing seatbelt laws? Why did it come to- you eating- masks
1: are for pussies.
0: Oh my, okay, so- that brings us to <laughs> the mask. <laughs> the masks are for pussies. Um, candidate, which is Greg Hughes,
2: which I is. I think that was on his bumper sticker. <laughs> Dude, he's he's the quiet part he, out he loud guy.
1: He has an entire storage unit uh, filled with Max for pussies bumper sticker. <laughs> he has that a storage unit. I don't know what he's going to do with him anymore because he dropped out. I know it's a loser. Bye bye.
0: He, oh. has a, he has a storage unit full of masks, just that he's lighting on fire now, just to prove a point.
2: Yeah, he <laughs> said, scene yeah, from the dark, the dark night. With all the money, it's except just, for it's all
0: masks,
1: masks instead of piles of money.
0: <laughs> you guys literally just said the exact same thing at the exact same time. That was spectacular.
2: <laughs> We're all of one mindset. No, like, such a good podcast. Synergy.
0: Dude, this is the future liberals want. This is just a monolithic brain we got. Um,
2: They say that we have a hive mind. This is what they're talking about. We all just mm -hmm. recruit the same cultural references. We're just sheeple. This is what Karl Marx wanted.
0: This really is. He is incredibly fashy, Greg Hughes. Um, And he like full on, he was in the experiment. He was the experiment to see if you could just be like, no, yeah, Trump fucking rules. And if you could win in Utah doing that.
1: Oh, this dude no, this is. The entire campaign. Oh, mm-hmm. it was. Campaign was. Like, I am Utah Trump. That's all yeah, it no.
0: was. He had billboards that were like, no, yeah, Donald Trump likes this guy. Like, uh, Cox, he actually doesn't like Trump, which is way funny because they all said that they would vote for Trump over any Democrat.
1: But it's actually super oh, yeah. cool because he can go back to doing like really shady uh, backroom deals for UTA. Yeah, that was cool. Fucking inland port property. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's, awesome. Just, he's he is the like the absolute like real life embodiment of Mayor Quimby.
2: <laughs> Dude, yes, he really is. I mean, also just think about like, uh, like we talked about Operation Rio Grande when it came to Lieutenant Governor Cox as well, but like his solution for Rio Grande was to just round up all the homeless people and put them in Camp Williams, which is a military base that's south of the city.
0: <laughs> oh my yeah he's
1: he's he's that, incredible uh, we've talked about this on hangout fridays and you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and let it out yes. uh, greg hughes loves to position himself as a conservative a religious man uh of the mormon faith but i have it on good record and allegedly <laughs> parody redacted that um Greg Hughes used to frequent Ruby River on 4th South and 7th East when uh, a person of my immediate family used to be a server there. And he was really, really good uh, and spent quite a lot of time just absolutely getting tanked at Ruby River while fronting as uh, as a stalwart member of the Mormon Church.
0: Yeah, he's like a desnat kind of kind of guy. He's it seems a total like. desnat
1: guy, yeah. and like rules don't apply to him, and he's just like a total fascist douchebag. Mm-hmm. And uh he's just like the perfect Trumper. Yeah. Where oh, it's, yeah. it's don't don't do as I do, do as I say. Yeah. So yeah, ultimately he, fuck that guy. He basically just like had the Trump.
0: normal, like conservative opinions of like every single shutdown is unconstitutional. Um, which was funny because so he has he has a couple of diehards down south. It turns out like there are some like state representatives down south that were like, we got to get Greg. He's it's like
1: are we talking Provo or Saint? No, no, no,
0: like South, South, like Kanab, um, like Paiute County down there. So the place yeah,
2: stop yeah. off between Provo and Saint George.
0: Yeah. So this guy named Darren Bushman, um, he basically. He tweeted about how, like, uh, masks are Nazism or something, or, like, how wearing a mask is, like, being put in a concentration camp or something like that. Basically some, like, garbage shit like that. But then, so he apologizes, and he's like, sorry if you found my tweet offensive. I've removed it to not further offend. My apologies. Then one of, (laughs) sorry. Sorry.
2: That's like the most like basic conservative apology ever too. It's like, I can never like apologize for the actual content of the thing. I said apologizing because you felt bad. Because your
0: feelings were hurt. No. Yeah. So he apologizes um, and says some like dumb stuff about, you know, said like your feelings are hurt or whatever. One of his, one of his other buddies, another state representative named Phil Lyman, um, I think in Paiute County. But he responded and said Hitler didn't start out killing Jews, Christians, Jehovah's Witnesses, Hungarians, homosexuals, the disabled, political critics, Poles, Soviets, and gypsies. That was after he asked politely for people to just, quote, wear the damn armband,
2: referring to people Uh, saying wear the damn mask. (laughs) Um, Hold on a second. I, <laughs> I have a rudimentary understanding of Weimar Germany, but um, I'm pretty <laughs> certain they weren't just going around Munich in like the 1920s and 30s. Like, where are um, the Yeah, you so, don't understand. Like
0: before all the Nazi shit, they were just like, aren't these armbands like fucking cool? Like they protect you from from the outside, like if, from from yeah. cuts,
2: from yeah. tree, yeah, sure. from branches. They were doing street combat against like socialists and communists in the street, <laughs> which is where the literal like anti fuck you. comes from like yeah like the so, people stopping the nazis in the streets in the 1920s and 30s were literal antifa
0: yep that's like what antifa was um but no Why actually
1: bringing up that marxist movement oh that my wants to get rid of the nuclear family
0: dude that's oh okay that is something funny that we can talk about so all these guys that were basically like the, the maneuver now is like no 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 you don't understand i'm not saying I'm not going to say Black Lives Matter. It's not because I don't think that Black Lives Matter or anything like that. But it's because Black Lives Matter is Marxist, which uh, (laughs) is so funny because it's just like the exact same fucking playbook they used during the 60s, during the civil rights riots, where basically they just said like Martin Luther King or anyone you know, demanding justice or equality for black people was communist, which is, they're not even, or like, which by extension means being controlled by Jews. Like, they they all think this is a Soros. It's Soros, Marxism, BLM, back then, Jews, communists, Martin Luther King. It's the exact
2: same shit that they're doing now. Absolutely, I mean, like the whole like communist conspiracy of like the thirties, forties and fifties was also tied really directly in with antisemitism too. Yeah. So it, it, it's a lot of fun. They're
0: doing the exact same thing. They're like, Oh no, I'm um, sorry. I don't support equality for like, I, you know, people are asking not to be shot in the street, but that's a Marxist ideal. So that's inherently bad. If you don't want to get shot in the street, that's Marxism and bad. So <laughs> that's great.
1: If you don't want to get murdered, Sorry, not only are you a fucking pussy, you're a communist, and you hate America.
0: <laughs> I know, dude. It sucks so bad. So Greg Hughes is like the uh, personification of all that stuff. Um, oh dear! But he got he got ball of MAGA. I know. Which honestly, i I I think his campaign is interesting in that like it's a good case study for us to really evaluate how many people in Utah would basically just vote um for trump like just or the person just saying you yeah, know yeah no i like trump um which we're also going to get another test uh this fall when burgess owens takes on uh you know ben yes. mcadams
2: oh yes this is, gonna the the be the, of him. this is going to be the the race of the election i think too because utah the fourth congressional district is mm-hmm. like the only one that there's any sort of like competitive election <clears throat> Or in the entire state
0: exactly so we have um, we have radical leftist marxist communist ben mcadams going up against you, you an endorsed, intellectual
2: <laughs> who endorsed
1: former republican mike bloomberg
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So he he's he endorsed Bloomberg, pretended like he didn't, kinda hid that for a while. But he's going up against intellectual giant and totally not CTE, having Burgess Owens, Super Bowl champion, who's gonna be taking him on for Utah's fourth congressional district this fall. <laughs> a and
2: a man who I'm sure who has
1: already in twenties launching his head into somebody's diaphragm.
2: Yeah, a man who I'm sure has his fold. Capacity of, of oh. logical and reasonable he's thought.
1: Is he Maga Is he? A, yeah. Is he a Q guy? I
0: don't like. He seems like he's like on the verge of being a Q guy.
2: Oh, he seems like he's on the verge of being Q, but he's not right there yet. I'm actually okay. scrolling through Twitter feed right now just because <laughs> it's just wonderful to see. Like you just see like retweets from like Dave Rubin and Dan Crenshaw. Just no. like you got to do it. Dude, did you see Dave Rubin saying that? Super, super
1: coveted Charlie Kirk endorsement. And that's all that matters. It's a fucking rap. Complete side
0: note, but Dave Rubin, he had a video. He was doing a live Q&A, but someone was like, why haven't you gone on Rogan since your book came out? He's like, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but we've asked Rogan like hundreds of times. We've reached out to him hundreds of times to go on a show, and he has not gotten back to me, which is so fucking funny that he said that. imagine,
1: Imagine being too much of a fucking kook. For Rogan. For Joe or Joe Rogan. He's, not even, he's just dumb as hell. Like,
0: you're too stupid to go on Joe Rogan. He's already been on Rogan, and he's not getting invited back, because that's when he made all those,
1: like, on like the post office you things. You can't go and hang out with your best friend's 27-year-old burnout who just smokes yes. weed in his mom's basement every day. Yes, absolutely. Like, imagine being that, like, dumb and uninteresting of a person. Dude, you it's so hang cool. Out with that guy.
2: It's so uh-huh. cool.
1: So yeah, we got Burgess Owens. Um
2: we should probably think... talk a little bit more about who Burgess Owens is. Go for it. Go in depth. This dude is bad. Go shit. off King. Okay, so like I said, I was scrolling through his Twitter feed and he has got some uh he's got some takes. Yes. So, I think the I think the one I tweeted out yesterday too, which was like the real sort of uh insane one too, was he was talking about uh he was talking about the old Project Veritas, like Planned Parenthood's trying to sell baby parts. Um, that's right.
0: <laughs> like talking about, yes, that's right. Where you could buy specific parts of babies for certain amounts of money, right? But
2: don't worry, this was in the far long time of three days ago. <laughs> so,
1: well, here's the thing, guys. I don't know if you know, but I have been making a killing on the black market. Yeah, Selling off. Are enough, oh, like all of his yeah. toes are gone, but yet like his college tuition is paid for. Dude, that's so, so sick. I was honestly wondering really say that it's wrong.
0: The last time I saw Noah, he looked a little, his balance looked a little off. So that makes
1: sense that he's no longer that he's toeless. But um, does it really matter that he can't walk though? No. Like the kid's getting a college education. He's going to end up like majoring in economics and really making a difference in America.
2: Amen. Hey, man. That's all you can hope for now. So this tweet, I got to read it. Today's slavery, newborn babies. Oh yeah. 20 days old and two month old price. (laughs) $9,500. 11,875. Planned Parenthood price for aborted baby parts. 63% black versus 25% white liver. Uh, Thymus pairs, 750 to 1600 BLM black caucus, NAACP and Obama, where are you? Question mark. And then there's a link to a Brad Bart article. So
1: you know, you know what <laughs> yes. happens. Do you know what happens if you kill a twenty-year-old or, 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 sorry, a twenty-day-old baby?
2: Uh, you go to jail and You're then you charge you... for fucking murder. And then you get and then you get the chair because like they're not gonna. Yeah. Get- dude
0: the uh the the you republican fever dream of like babies getting shot in the head like the second they're born or something or like it is the weirdest thing i do oh, it's the same the late term abortion thing that they're always freaking out
1: about it's like
2: well i guess burgess, takes, burgess, burgess if you're abortion. listening
1: if you're listening <laughs> where we, we go everything. one we, we go all we really do
0: dude i would i would I really again would respect it more I'm if he so would just go oh, fall in here. He basically
1: just straight up jacked the theme no. and the slogan from the three musketeers.
0: Yeah, and also
1: like we've I think we're
0: up to 5 Q candidates. Nine. The nine. Oh, nine? Hell yeah! All right, we got nine Q candidates this fall. I would love Burgess to join the uh, Q, the Q caucus.
2: Oh, I think so, he's well on his way too. Just like <laughs> he needs someone just to talk to him for like fifteen minutes with his Swiss cheese brain, and he'll just be like, "Dude." <laughs> oh,
0: okay. So you guys both think he's like absolutely gonna win. I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly Ben McAdams sucks so fucking bad. I think the funniest thing about Ben McAdams is that he has tried so fucking hard to not be like the anti-trump democrat he purposely didn't vote for nancy pelosi for um speaker even though everyone knew she was gonna win because no, he
2: she, backed uh, seth moulton's <laughs> run for the uh he, yeah he backed seth moulton's
0: yep. run for the uh speaker house because great- if interview. you remember mia love had billboards that was like the radical Pelosi agenda that Ben McAdams will be supporting. And they were like friends or whatever. And Ben's like, hey, that's that's really mean. I actually don't like Nancy Pelosi. I'm a, I'm a
1: capitalist.
0: Even I'm sorry,
1: it's... but she has she just has way too many flavors of, uh, of ice cream dude. in her refrigerator. I just can't back that because I'm just a vanilla guy. Dude, I'm the craziest crazy.
0: thing is that they are very much ideologically aligned, which is a very center... <laughs> center ideology of by any measure it's a center-right ideology yes like, and Adams
1: is a republican
0: change my mind i don't understand why oh. he's even a democrat like i don't understand like why he even like says he because
1: is. he had to he had to run against mia love that's it
0: okay it that and i think he was a democrat when he was the mayor of salt lake city or salt lake county because yeah you have to, like salt lake county is often electing uh democrats for mayors exactly
2: well. it's way well it. that is it yeah, yeah. It's way more easy to rise to the top of the of the barrel in the Utah Democratic Party than it is in the Utah Republican Party. So yeah. you know, like you have to like conquer like three people and then yeah. you're hit. dude, he's such a
0: he's such a fucking loser. He like tweeted like he's been he's all about like his like consumer um, protection bills or how he would like to think of them as, but he's like, I just backed an a very important bill that lowers the price of insulin from three thousand dollars to $2,995 because I think it's important that people get their insulin. He's like just the most dog you know shit. Ben,
1: you know who Ben McAdams is? Who is he's it? He's the guy who brags on Twitter after beating Mortal Kombat on easy mode.
0: Dude, hell yeah. Because he helps pass like the most dumb fucking bill of all time. And like, yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic and he's talking about how he how he helped pass a bill that's not going to get passed in the Senate that helped lower the price of insulin by like 0.01%. Like, Oh no. And launching,
1: not... a, launching an investigation into China.
2: Mm-hmm. We we really need to go after China. Though. We will be. It's, yeah. Like Randy, have...
1: He is the Randy tweet <clears throat> where he tweeted out that Democrats are going to have to take a long look in the mirror and say,
2: yeah. we got to get more racist. Because <laughs> but that has been Nick Adams. Yeah. You guys remember when he took that stand against AOC because AOC just said, like, in any other country, Joe Biden and I wouldn't be in the same political party? Dude, he lost his shit over that about how divisive it was. Oh, I got his tweet right here. Comments like this are why people can't stand Washington. I'm glad we're in the U.S., not any other country. We're all on the same team with different perspectives, whether you're a moderate, conservative, or anywhere else on the political scale shut the fuck up. I believed that
0: when I was like 13. He is absolutely...
2: Meanwhile, he'll sit there and he'll fucking
1: retweet the Lincoln project.
0: Dude, has he... Dude, I don't even think he'll do that. He's too scared of being anti-Trump. I was looking at how many times he's tweeted about Trump and he's mentioned mentioned him like five times and three of the times were thanking him for like random things he did for Utah servicemen. But like...
1: Thank is, you uh, for buying me lunch at Cubbies, dude. He, Mr. Is, Trump. he is to the right
0: of the Lincoln Project, which is like George What's Conway. And those are
2: all like George. Like those are all George W. Bush administration guys.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. to the right of of George W.
1: Bush people. I think. right mean, he's just as I, oh, neoconny. Definitely. Yeah. If it
2: came out that he
1: was dating Jennifer Rubin, I... Damn, that would rule. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Dude, Ben Adams having an affair
0: with Jennifer Rubin. Oh, my God. Oh.
1: Proving it, it wrong. Proving wrong, folks. Dude, that would be so he, funny. It was okay. just for It was just for the parody. job. He
2: could really do good things for me in the Washington Post, okay? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he did his I mean, best. She's a bombshell. Stuff. I can't blame the guy. Yeah, he really is. No. Um, so, there she is.
2: <laughs> I honestly is. think this is why Ben McAdams is going to lose too. Like he offers really nothing to anyone, and yeah, like like his big thing was like I'm modern enough I can peel off some Republicans. Yeah, but that works good against Mia Love, who is also just as feckless as he was, and who is nope.
0: hated by Trump just as much, or much, well, he Trump hated her man. more actually because he oh, yeah because he didn't know who Ben McAdams was, I'm sure.
2: And she used to, like, call Trump out for, like, racist language and things like that. She was like, I can't really, like, in good conscience, like, support the words he's saying because there was a a Hill article that talked about, I think it was in
1: 2015 or 2016, that's the headline was Mia Love cannot vote for President Trump. Yeah. And let's be honest, Ben McAdams won the election and beat Mia Love by 700 votes. Because
0: of the, yeah.
1: That he won that election is because Trump didn't go out of his way and endorse me a lot.
0: Well, no, he won that. Well, that and also he won that election because we had the uh, we had Prop Two and the the Medicaid expansion on the ballot that year. So true. The thing that was driving such a gigantic turnout there was Prop Two. Like I don't even remember hearing almost anything about Ben McAdams, um, but there was such a such a push here for the marijuana like for medicinal marijuana that that they absolutely got him over that 700 or that gave him that 700 vote gap but the only thing that could potentially save his ass this time is it really depends on how many like mormon leaders or mormon politicians speak out against trump and um what happens there i think that that's the only thing that can save his ass or else he's gone
2: oh i don't think you're gonna see those at all this time i think also in 2018, you had like this mass mobilization of every sort of like progressive and liberal group around to get him elected too. And with the coronavirus and everything else, it I don't think you're going to see that mobilization.
0: Yeah, uh, I have no idea. I could see it going either way. Um, I think it <clears throat> obviously. It'd be kind of funny if he lost to a CTE guy, but um, yeah, anyway.
2: <laughs> I mean, in the Felix Biederman mode of poli- of political uh, outcomes, it would be the funniest.
0: I think it would be, and I think that's likely why it's going to happen, just like Biden being the, uh, the president, because that's probably, that's <clears throat> almost certainly going to happen too.
2: Can you
1: imagine the Burgess-Owen posts yeah. in uh, Joe Biden presidency? It's going to be crazy. I dude, want Joe Biden to win just for that. Okay,
0: seriously, the funniest thing about this is how they have to try to fearmonger about Joe Biden. Despite him being just like a watered down Obama or like, I don't understand what, how are these people like we already lived through the Obama administration. Like what's what? So we got like Scott Adams, that dude who made the Dilbert cartoons. He said, if Biden is elected, there's a good chance you will be dead within the year. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah!
2: People are like, the dude, what the fuck is, are you talking because-
0: about? And he followed it up with a tweet that said, "Republicans will be hunted."
2: <laughs>
1: because the yes. guy, the guy who gave S- Storm Thurman's eulogy, is going to go out and hunt Republicans. Dude, it's and, and especially when the coalition's made up of George W. Bush people. The Democratic Party is just exactly what the George W. Bush president. Uh, like, um, Jordan, Jordan, you'll know this. What? Re- remind me of the award that Joe Biden gave George uh, George Bush. Um, Wasn't it the, like the Congressional uh, Medal of Freedom
2: or something like that? Yeah, I'm sure George W. Bush got like a like a civilian Medal of Freedom, whatever they call that one too. I'm gonna just- look it up.
0: I remember I remember him putting the medal around his neck.
1: But yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, that guy's gonna go out and just
0: yeah, Joe Biden.
1: Out, snuff out a bunch of Republicans. Yeah, you know, Joe Biden
0: is like the Chris Dorner of hunting Republicans. I think.
2: <laughs> I mean, Sorry. liberals just always make a better case for. I mean, conservatives always make a better case for voting for liberals than liberals ever do. I know. It's like,
0: yeah, okay, I guess we're gonna hunt Republicans. I guess that's something I can get on board with. <laughs> oh man! Sorry, parody, parody. parody, parody. No, but Burgess
2: but we, Owens should last.
1: About, uh, should we talk about switch gears and yes, we talk about right the uh the other guy the republican party chair guy who run for uh who was running for governor
2: oh sure who gives a shit
1: yeah i think that's it empty who gives suit. A shit? Yep. you dropped Just like, out today fuck off uh, bye
2: bye bye He got like eight percent like who cares he can go back to being like chairman of the republican <laughs> party in the state or something
0: um yeah uh yeah he sucks we don't even need to even worry about him um we're gonna talk about you know as since this is this is a barstool affiliate podcast we will want to talk about our
2: over- are for the boys yeah,
0: yeah sorry we forgot to kind of mention that
2: in the first part of it too
0: is, yeah sorry you're supporting dave portnoy by listening to this podcast yep.
2: luckily they came through as uh el presidente came through for us uh, i'd love to have all the stoolies and the listens you know yep Really support you guys. Anyway, Uh this is the Cam- call
0: her daddy's uh, podcast because there's three of us. Call sorry, us
1: guys. Th- uh, so guys- last week, last week, I told you all that George Soros was paying my mortgage. I need to come clean and, and tell everyone that I've been lying because it's Dave Portnoy. He sends me a check once a week. It's a couple thousand dollars. Hell no yeah. big deal. And uh, it That's keeps me really comfortable, you know? Yep. Yep, all we gotta it, do is it, like makes it so that I can make my Hyundai payments.
2: And all we gotta do is like every couple episodes too, we just gotta talk about how like Chris is a barstool is just overblown, you know. Man, there's a lot of crybabies out there, you know, a lot of people who just like don't like appreciate podcasting anymore. Oh, like, it's a hard man. job. The art is gone. Pussies. Sometimes we we don't know what we're saying like four years ago. Like I, I honestly like some of the comments about Colin Kaepernick I made in the past, like I, you know what, mistakes are made. And That's you know true. What? I'm not going to apologize for them because no, I mean, why
0: would you? So okay, our our, our overlords at Bar- Barstool have been in the news. Who wants to walk us through? Because I don't, I don't, I'm not a big sports radio guy. I don't follow a lot of that stuff. But I know Jordan, like, too, I know our jocks here. We love you
1: guys. Love that shit. All
2: right, you got it. Okay, Jordan, so, this is all you, buddy. All right, so four years ago, apparently, uh, Dave Portnoy was on a podcast with, uh, I think, KFC Barstool, uh, at symbol KFC Barstool, and uh, uh, Barstool Big Cat, who was uh, also one of the guys from, like, Pardon My Take, because, like, their big podcast and all that. So four years ago, they were on talking about uh, Colin Kaepernick, and they said things like him, like, he's racially confusing, and... Has terrorist skin, and then like some of the videos <laughs> came out of yeah, just you know normal things to say, and then just like other videos came out of like Port noise like just straight up dropping the N bomb, like a few times. Yes. I don't
1: oh, know. Yeah. Actually, never mind.
2: Go ahead. And then just like he, he just kept doing things like that. It's just a bunch of videos of like him just saying essentially just racist things, and he then came out with like the I guess the cancel police is coming for me now. Well, he and, straight up said that, that Kaepernick looks like a terrorist. Yeah. That was that was the gist of it. Oh yeah. Like that was the gist of it too. And then like the other guys are just like, ha, ha, ha and just nodding along with it as well. And of course, like every with every controversy when it comes to Barstool, like it always comes back to like to their two main sort of people who are like the most like Accepted in media circles too. Like you have a Mm -hmm. PFT commenter and Big Cat who are like the people who are allowed to go on to ESPN and go on to other podcasts. Like I think PFT. Hang out
1: with Scott Van
2: Pelt. Yeah, hang out with Scott Van Pelt or PFT will go on Chapo every now and then too. Like they're the people who can go into polite society. But every single time one of these things happens, Barstool has to launder their credibility through them. Like Mm -hmm. that's the only way that they can kind of like, oh, because every single time you'll have like Big Cat or PFT just go out there and like, well, you know, having our fans say that they were hurt by the things that they heard on that podcast hurt me. It's like, if you really felt like that, you'd fucking quit. Yep. Like, exactly. straight up. And,
1: so yeah. should we just, we, we should call, probably call a spade a spade, right? Yes. And yeah. there are no good people who work for shitty companies like Barstool. Oh, no, that includes your favorite writer that includes your favorite podcaster that includes your favorite Twitter follower. yeah, the fact of the matter is you cannot claim any sort of moral high ground or even claim that you are a good person when you are supporting barstool sports who whose owner CEO Dave Portnoy goes on. Tucker Carlson's white power hour frequently and uses all sorts of racist language and equates Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick due to his skin tone, or I'm sorry, the Frescals are kicking in, but due
2: to his skin tone, makes him a terrorist. Yeah. You cannot do that. Oh, and there's yeah, yeah. also like, fucking sucks. I mean, you can also talk about all the examples of like misogyny on Barstool too, like where he said like about like Harvey Weinstein, just like, well, you know what, just what you have to do to get through there. It's totally fine. Like I don't see what the big deal is. Oh, and there's also like the time that he like tweeted out like Tom Brady's son's dick and his son's like two.
0: Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> super normal behavior from a guy who runs that company.
2: Oh, normal. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: it's such a bad culture of that whole thing it's just like i don't know man
2: And i think it's... the important i think the important thing like to understand about barstool is it's kind of a distillation of like everything bad about sports media in general because most of it is just made to just be just essentially made to white men with like hurt egos like yep. look at any sort of like columnist for any sort of newspaper anywhere too. Like we have a few here in Salt Lake as well too that just like love to just write like, oh, these athletes trying to talk about their 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 activism and things like that too. Yep. Like how dare they shut up and dribble.
0: The whole, yeah, the, like my least favorite thing is like when they criticize like, um, oh wow, you don't actually care about like people talking about black athletes not speaking out of, again about like Hong Kong or whatever as if like you need to be responsible for every single injustice taking um, place across the world or else you're invalidated for speaking out against like black issues. Like it's fucking ridiculous. All the sports, a lot of those sports guys all have that same dog shit opinion that they just recycle from each other.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. And I think like Doug Robinson, the Deseret News is probably like the pinnacle of that. What's mm-hmm. up, Doug? Oh. Hey Doug, what is it that you do?
0: Giving
1: rage. Hey, yep.
2: So absolutely. Yeah. My favorite article of his, too, was like back when the lo- NBA was in lockout and they decided like Amari Stoudemire talked about starting up a new league and all that, and then like Doug Robinson just essentially just wrote this diatribe pretty much just calling like every player he was interested at just like dumb and idiotic and pretty much every sort of stereotype you can, you can have for a black man. Yeah. Just like a, I got a section here for it, too. He was like, most players didn't finish college or even start college. They don't know anything except basketball especially when it comes to money, which is why 60% of NBA players reportedly go broke within five years after retirement. They can't even handle their own finances. So why do they think they can run a billion dollar business?
0: Cool. Cool. Super cool. Love these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you guys got anything more to say about these guys? Cause it's just like, I don't know.
1: No, they all suck and stop supporting them, stop giving them your money.
0: There are so many good sports writers out there and the people that are actually doing good shit, but these like personalities that are like the uh, like the shock jock people who are still trying to do the same shit for like that are just way past this that time. It's just like it's just embarrassing. So there is
1: one more one more person that I'd like to go on record uh, saying fuck, and that's uh, fuck Bill Simmons, man out with, with him this week
0: what did he do tell the me fact
1: that, what, was it the ringer had like I don't know three or four African American employees and everything that he's done to just launder white supremacy yeah the guy sucks yep. stop supporting him yeah.
2: what did what did he say in like that all like staff meeting that he had with all the writers on the ringer too he said something like it, it isn't like amateur hour or something like that when someone asked him like oh it's not comedy it's it's not open mic night mm. which is nice. which is funny too because like bill simmons hasn't had like an original thought that wasn't somehow like filtered through 90210 or like an 80s action movie in like a decade. or hunter s thompson who he used to write with yeah or like the fact like he, he can say things like well it's not amateur hour here, but also like he gives his like daughter a podcast.
0: Man. Yeah. Bill Simmons fucking sucks.
1: They
2: all Um,
0: suck.
1: Yeah. Stop promoting these guys. Stop giving them your money. Absolutely.
2: You will Um, do downloading the rewatchables.
1: (laughs) Not only that, but there are, there's such a plethora of good sports writers and sports personalities out there. Absolutely. All you have to do is, like, the very bare minimum of homework to find these people. And I promise you it will elevate your life and elevate your, like, sports fandom exponentially.
0: I know. But, like, like you said, like, I don't even know if these people are interested in this type of thing for sports or if it's really just because it's for, like – that like damaged these damaged ego people who like feel like they have a gripe with something like they had someone tell them that they made a racist comment once and it got on, like it bugged them forever or someone said something they said was sexist and like it upset them forever. And now they listen to these guys that just reinforce their ideas. So I don't even know if it's about actual like sports or if it's more about just like listening to guys that reinforce their worldview, which is I think a lot, what a lot of people do, but this is just, it, it, it's particularly toxic for these type of people.
2: I think it's uh, actually kind of a – well, I, I think I heard this one time too. Like sports is like the last sort of frontier. You can have an actual like community outside of like your workplace yeah. or outside of your church or something like that. So a lot of these guys like they come into sports fans, but then they just build their community around that, which but is why they, sports fandom is like the most toxic out there. To I mean, the yeah,
0: team. it's why they get so mad like when – they bring politics into sports, which is such a funny thing to complain about. If you know anything about sports, like historically ever being like, and in, in it's political nature just in general, but like, yeah, I mean, that's why those people get so angry at that is because that's like their one thing that they could care. Like when Ben Shapiro is like, I'm not going to watch the NBA ever again. If there's black lives matter on the court, it's just like, yeah,
2: it's absurd. Um, Uh, yeah it's just their response to alienation essentially too Mm -hmm. like they have no communities anymore there's no any sort of like there's no social cohesion anywhere else so they leech on to sports essentially yeah and they leach on to their favorite writers their favorite podcasters whatever they have that kind of tells them like no you're okay to feel this way yeah it's normal man just keep going
0: yeah absolutely um should we uh, close us out talking about the uh, Provo protests that are going on this week?
1: Solidarity to the brothers and sisters down south. <laughs> I'm, in I'm Happy actually Valley. this is the first time in like thirty plus years that I've actually been very proud of my hometown. If y'all don't know, I am a bro, born and bred Provo, Utah. Hey, nice. And it's not exactly a a bastion or hotbed of leftism. Right. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, BLM flags flying on Freedom Boulevard.
0: Yeah. I think there's been like, there's probably, I mean, there's two pretty big colleges down there now, um, two with major you. universities. So there's like a lot of, yeah, there's like probably a lot of like college liberals that are down there. Um, and so, it is all right. yeah, there. So, I mean, this is a pretty easy cause to get behind. Um so I think I'm not sure when they first, I think they probably had a protest that same day that we had our first first protest downtown but I think things kind of um heated up a bit and a lot of people from up here were going down there um to help like you know get some numbers down there so there was um a pro cop protest there a couple of days ago and um Basically, I I don't know. It wasn't like blue lives matter, but it was basically just exactly like boys in blue. We support our our blue boys out there. And um, there were far more counter protesters there who were far outnumbering the people who were there to support the cops. But um, there were large groups of people and apparently there were multiple cars who tried to run over protesters down there, including one that um, where a protester, it appears, fired a gun into one of these cars that was trying to run over protesters. And this got gigantic um, attention from all of our local politicians, including people like Mike Lee who are tweeting out that blocking traffic is, is not peaceful as, as he said, (laughs) he equated that to shooting a gun into a car or like um, or anything like that. Like he basically equated any type of actual violence with, um, with blocking traffic. So the, these people attempted to murder protesters with their car and someone got what was coming to them and got a bullet through the window and I think he injured someone inside the car.
2: And just to put it in like perspective here too, like if you're, a, if you're in a traffic stop or something like that and you back up towards a cop like a foot, they're, they're, they're pretty much legally allowed to execute you on the spot because they can just say like, you tried, they, you tried yeah. to hit them with your car.
0: I know what's, what's so funny is like how the bound, ba- like all the hoops people jump through to defend cops actions for straight up, just murdering people in the street. But apparently driving your car through people is not apparently inciting violence against yourself. I got I don't understand how that, how people
2: justify that type of thing. Well, they don't makes, care about those people. So, yeah.
0: well, yeah, that's, that, that's the, that's the, the actual piece of it. Um, So I saw people, I mean, people who again, tried to do like the, Oh, it was like a false flag or whatever, but it's not like people have a right to defend themselves. Like if you try running people over, uh, if, if we're going by the self-defense standards that all these conservative and right-wingers have, have given or have established for everyone, like that's, that's grounds to defend yourself. I thought so.
1: And even if you're not a conservative, in the wise words of Mia X from No Limit Records, <laughs> don't start no shit, won't be no shit.
0: Yeah. It's not that hard to not run people over,
1: and I, think I've it's never also, done it.
2: and I think it's Dude, also. Don't, like, don't, don't, illusion, it, don't you know, commit but,
1: attempted murder. Don't yeah. do it.
2: And I think it's I think it's kind of shattering do the too that that people think that like liberals and people on the left don't own guns because they're all afraid of guns. Yeah, and I don't know exactly what has to happen for them to kind of shake that illusion because I know a lot of people on the left who are buying guns and like at a pretty high rate too
0: yeah yeah i mean that is something that's kind of that's always like that interesting thing where people were who assume that like the radical left wants to take your guns despite ignoring the fact that gun control stemmed from ronald reagan being scared of the black panthers and black people in general in california um gun control i mean we are a pretty uniquely gun country globally and guns aren't going to go anywhere and there's a lot of people on the left who I mean, there's the Socialist Rifle Association. Like these things exist, and um, anyone who actually believes in some sort of revolution is not going to give up their guns either. So, yeah. Oh, and speaking of which, tonight um, there was another Provo protest, and all the Desnot Not guys are out there. They actually um, came out of their basements with their like army gear, and uh, they all have their guns out and about tonight. So that
1: was interesting.
2: Yeah, all of them. Oh, hit yeah, Porter Rockwell. Yeah, all of them hit up uh, Uncle Sam's Army Navy. It seems like, and got all the surplus stuff they could get (laughs) too.
0: Dude, it's so with an Edward
1: Superstore.
0: I love all the tactical gear. I love the headphones. I love like I dude the sunglasses. It's so sick. I love. You
1: know what? I gotta be honest. When Utah brought out the Ditchy camo, I thought that was a pretty shitty uniform but the, the desnat byu uniforms are are even worse i didn't think that they could be surpassed but
2: here we are folks 2020 was uh, wild it was it's just fun to see like them with like every sort of pouch attachment you could possibly have on like a tactical vest like this one's the one where i put my potato crisps into you know it kind of protects them keeps them from getting smashed a little bit mm-hmm. this one's the cell phone pocket this one here is uh like, How many times do you think these guys have watched Black Hawk Down? Oh, dude. It's, like, it's on a loop in their house like it's Gold's Gym. Oh, man. It's always oh, man. just going. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the Gold's Gym playlist. Like, I, uh, you know what? I just got a rotating thing of movies. I got Black Hawk Down going. I also have like one of the old... Uh, one of the old Death Wish movies just going on there, you know? Not the first one, because that kind of is supposed to make you feel bad about killing, but like one of the older ones where Charles Bronson just kills people for 90 minutes.
1: It's See, those Death are cool. Wish 3 out of a loop.
2: Yeah. Like, weedle coming. That's Not only high, that, but yeah.
1: every single one of these guys, from 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., it's just push-ups to the band Trapped.
2: <laughs> They're They're honestly like the perfect like personification of like Travis Bickle from from Taxi Driver, where they're just seriously. (laughs) I know, just staring in a mirror like what they would say to a leftist. Yeah,
1: no more bad food.
2: (laughs) It's so embarrassing, man. I mean,
1: one of them just jerks off at a porno theater oh yeah
0: dude i so i've seen some especially dog shit does not takes recently i'm just waiting for them to tweet back at me because they always search their name and i actually tweet it out like does not without so blocking nice. anything so out hard. just huge babies um
1: every single one of them has just like it's like a punisher logo or like a picture of some sort of mormon fundamentalist as their Mm -hmm. avatar like
2: brigham young bro yeah it's like brigham young is like a groiper or something like that yeah it's, it really, it's, it's a frog, but with like a brigham young beard
0: dude is there a picture of brigham young griper because i feel like oh that...
2: i've seen it like i, <laughs> I think like an avatar of like five of these guys too just like brigham young was the best it's like why was he the best like because uh, he didn't I... take anything it's like he kyle could... do
1: don't ever let your girlfriend look at your search history yeah i can't imagine I... how she would react if she saw brigham young Graper.
0: Yeah, no one knows. No one without severe brain poisoning knows what groypers are. And apparently, there's a there's a Desnat account called Brigham Groiper and has a Brigham Young Groiper uh, avatar. And it's a Desnat.
2: Rules. It's a Desnat, Desnat account. I, I can almost guarantee, like, there's probably like every Desnat has like a groiper of like of every single profit. From like, you probably has a tweet that says hummus is
1: too spicy.
2: Yeah, it's dude. I Kyle, is there a groiper B (laughs) Hinkley?
0: Okay, can you please make that account because I feel like you should infiltrate the does not community and um, I'm not seeing one. Oh, I'm not seeing one. If you you,
2: there's an opportunity, all right. There is an
0: absolute opportunity. You you should infiltrate the does not um, community and start tweeting out like. You know um, that, like Brigham Young owning slaves was actually good or something like that. Uh, just that just to
1: clarify, that. when you say you're not seeing something, that's Nazi, right? Does not. No, no does when you say see- that you're not seeing something, oh, you're yes, spelling that N-A-Z-I?
0: I'm not. I'm not see I'm not seeing something. I'm not seeing yeah. something. Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's full on. I'm just like, yeah, man. I am really the does not thing is. It's like, I used to try to, I tried to ignore it for as long as I could, but it's, it is intriguing about how psychotic it is, honestly, but. Um, no,
1: seriously. Hey, does guy, the single dead does not guy that's listening to this podcast. That would be so funny. Go fuck yourself. Every single one of you are pathetic. You Did suck. They? Yeah. Everything There's... you that you believe in is complete bullshit it's the worst you're yeah. the you you are the absolute scum of the earth you are a toilet human oh yeah and <laughs> cook cook honestly, cook probably the world would be better without you
2: cook, you know, the, one, cook. the one desnat guy who's listening to this right now is just like doing push-ups like hearing your insults and just like i mean come come ye saints at the same time like- yeah but the fact is his twitter name is like
1: chad and then like 16 numbers mm-hmm. so who gives a fuck about him
0: it's like yeah. chad
1: 84065742 it is funny how
0: how many of those guys are just completely anonymous it's it's really interesting every, one, one, of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. every one of them oh no you are all cowards none of you would ever carry out a blood atonement Yep. you suck
0: dude you should i would love to see Greg. so i was at I, I can't remember which protest it was last week or something but i see greg roll through th- through the protest on his mountain bike and greg's already like six nine or whatever and then he's on like an xxl mountain bike dude he looked like he was just gonna like wreck some shit on his mountain bike it was so funny so i would love to see you do like a freaking you know one of those spin spin things where you like tail whip a not in the face. That'd be sick, dude. There's
1: Any like a comic single book about human being that wants to see me in the square circle, holler at your boy. Yeah. Every absolutely. single one of you. I don't care. <laughs> your babies. You still use a bottle. Yeah, absolutely. Porter Rockwell is not
0: saving you. Yeah, he's absolutely fucking not. Well, um, we have so much stuff to talk about, but we're going to save stuff from last for, for next week because there's some stuff that's just eternal and that we can talk about forever. But there's just a lot of shit going on. Um, <laughs> well, what are what are your closing thoughts? My, I think for me, I think everyone just continue to wear a mask. It's really easy. I think the same message from last time because um, coronavirus is still a thing. And what else? Uh, I don't know. Don't be don't be, be racist yeah i mean hopefully i it's hard to say hopefully any of them win um because i i kind of just hate them all but yeah that'll be interesting to follow to see who ends up winning
2: yeah it's gonna be uh no matter what it's gonna be disappointing like it's just like this scales of disappointment it's Mm -hmm. like i'm either gonna be like uh i guess whatever and it's just like first like ah fuck okay like that's pretty much it. Like that's pretty much the only thought you're going to give into that. Because honestly, like thinking about like who the governor of Utah is for more than like five minutes is just kind of a waste. Absolutely. Greg
0: closing thoughts, my friends, drunken closing. As thoughts.
1: always do rock
2: 2020.
1: Hmm. Wear a mask and just like, don't be a shitty person. That's it. Like, do one thing a day that's nice to someone else. That's my challenge for you this week. Just, just one single thing. Hold the door Absolutely. open for somebody at, at the grocery store if they don't have automatic doors. I don't know. Just like, don't be a prick.
0: It's pretty easy. Um, okay. Well, I think that's it. I think, uh, yeah. Love you all. Thanks for listening again. I'm Kyle since apparently we forget who each (laughs) of each people we got some feedback that someone's like, I'm still trying to figure out who everyone is. So figured I'd just toss that in there.
1: Yes. Greg says that I love you.
0: Nice. And don't be a prick. Nicely done. Jordan, give Mm -hmm. us, give us your final.
2: And Jordan says slam that subscribe button. Make sure to rate (laughs) us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google podcasts, anywhere you listen to this fun stuff. And we will see you again next week on greatbrunette.com
0: slash
1: barstool sports. <laughs> One quick thing give us all a follow on Twitter if you're on there at Johnny underscore UT, at oh. <laughs> CI Joey Jojo, at Kylipso, KYLYPSO, and BY Money Pod. That's hey. BY Money, M O N E Y Pod, P O D. That's a good plug. All right, y'all. See you. Ya. See ya. Bye, all.